Are you tired of the same boring and bland coffee flavors week after week, year after year? Why not try something new and fresh from Bean Quest Coffee? They have flavors like Brazil Peaberry and my personal favorite, Bali Blue Moon Organic. A dark and complex coffee with an exotic and syrupy body and hints of chocolate, vanilla, and spice. Seriously guys, check them out and when you do, make sure to use our promo code 10biscuit at checkout for 5% off your order. Join us on a quest for better coffee today at bean-questcoffee.com. Thanks. Hey guys, Tin Man here. Welcome to another 10 Biscuit Reviews podcast. Don't forget to check the description for useful links or reach out on Twitter at 10 R or email 10 at gmail.com. Thank you. It means a lot to all of us. Without further ado, let's go on with the show. Hello. Sorry, I was uh, scrolling through Discord looking for the right channel and realized that you already told me it wasn't going to be true. where I, did. I was looking. It's okay. Well, you found <laughs> I it. I remembered. I remembered. I'm in the right spot. We're good. We're ready. The Tin Biscuit logo back up. I was having some issues with OBS last time I streamed That's and okay. uh, had to reset everything. Ouch. But the Tin Biscuit logo is key. I could not start uh, officially talking about Tin Biscuit type things until I had the logo up. Right. That makes sense. Yes. Yes. It's important. (laughs) Are are we ready to jump in or? I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, so first of all, guys, since it's October, we did want to do something a little bit creepy, a little bit spooky so uh one of our viewers last week or last episode i should say uh or was it i I can't remember anyways they recommended the idea of black-eyed children um so if you don't know what the black-eyed children are they are usually teenagers uh young teens like 12 13 years old to 16 17 years old and they have all black eyes not just black pupils but the eye like everything is black it's like they're wearing black contact lenses um and they want to be let in somewhere like your car or your house or something they want to be let in uh and they you it's that's like a weird that's sorry that's like a weird way to phrase it (laughs) they want to be let in i think it's they they will ask for permission that's true they are basically requesting that you allow them in to wherever it could be your house it could be the car like you mentioned right that's requesting access to your almost (laughs) yeah almost like a vampire of old um you know like they can't come in without your permission kind of thing um but the from the stories i do say i do emphasize stories because at this point there's been no confirmed sightings um from the stories they they say that if you deny them access to wherever they want to be let in somewhere uh they get angry they get angry and insistent that you let them in. Um, so it's kind of like a little bit of both. They they do request permission, but they also become insistent. 
if you deny them that access. Yes. So I think that's like kind of the the general description or the consistent description right. amongst um, sort of present day stories. Um, and I guess at this point, it's still, it's considered an urban legend, really. Right. Um, I think that a lot of people consider it um, almost like creepypasta, a creepypasta type story. Um, and there's actually quite a bit of conjecture about whether or not it's an internet hoax or a tr well true <laughs> urban legend, I guess, right. or or a, a a phenomenon that people actually encounter. Um, so it's it's got quite an interesting uh, history, I guess. I you know I agree, and I think that so if you listen to the original uh, guy, his name is Brian Bethel. Um, he's a journalist for some uh, newspaper or magazine down in Texas, uh, Abilene, Texas. Um, if you listen to him tell his story, he genuinely seems to believe that he saw something. Um, now, whether or not he embellished it as, you know, like... Okay, let me try and formulate this in my mind. Something scares him. Something, for some reason, he gets creeped out um, from two children asking him to give them a ride home. Okay, you know what? Let's start at the beginning. Let's go over his story. All right? Well, I, I want to, I wanna, yeah, I want to preface the story. So um, this story is sort of the the... I guess what sparked the black eyed children phenomenon in recent history. Um, and so I think that's important to remember as we, as we keep talking about this, um, you know, this is, it was pre not pre, it was early internet days. Right. So right. not as you know, information wasn't traveling as fast as it does now, right. but it, it still, um, you know, was was an access point or jumping off point for this uh, legend to spread. Mm -hmm. um, so, but yeah, do you want to hop into what exactly happens? Sure. I'm not going to give like the ver like the all the details. I'm just kind of like skim over it, just because if you want to listen to it, there's ways out there to listen to it. Um, I think it's pretty interesting to listen to him talk about it because, like I said, he genuinely believes something was wrong. Um, so anyways, he's, he's, um, he's sitting in a parking lot one night. Um, it's like across from a movie theater and he's, he's writing out a check for his utility bills. And, um, these two children walk up to his window and they knock on the window and they say, Hey, sir, um, can you give us a ride home? We want to go see this movie and we left our money at our mom's house. Can you, can you just like let us in and give us a ride home? Can, can you just like let us in? And the, the guy's kind of thinking that's weird. Um, he, he's the way he says it. He says he instinctively was almost going 
to let them in. Um, but even still, like, he had this overwhelming sense of dread as soon as he started talking to these kids. Um, and they just keep, you know, like, hey, it's not going to take that long. We don't live very far away. Can you just, can you just let us in? Um, and so he, he lock, you know, he locks the doors. He, he asks them, well, what movie are you trying to see? And they say, oh, we want to see Mortal Kombat, right? Because that tells you what time of, like, what year this is. It's like, like, like mid, mid 90s. 1990s. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and so he notices that the, the last showing of Mortal Kombat has already started. And by the time, he says, by the time he would have gotten them in the car, gotten them to his house, or to, to his parent, their parents' house, got the money and back, they would have only seen the very end of the movie. So there was, like, no point in his mind of, like, taking them. And like I said, he's, he's feeling this overwhelming sense of dread. Um, and so he's like, you know, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm not about that life. And... At that point, like I said, they get kind of insistent, like, sir, you have to let us in. We can't come in unless you let us in. And he says that's the older child, one of the older, older looking child says that he's like doing all the speaking as the older child. The younger one is just keeping quiet and he's kind of looking like this should have worked. This always works. Kind of like, like a acquisitive look on his face. Um, and then Mr. Bethel says, you know, he puts it in reverse, he drives away, and he looks back, and the children are gone. So that's, like, essentially the gist of it. Um, and that's, like you said, that's what sparked this internet legend, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't, because the thing is... is the best way to put these, I guess you would call it an urban legend. I guess that that's the best way to describe it because it almost seems like all of the stories that are about black eyed children are like a friend of a friend. It's like, well, I didn't yeah. see them, but my, <laughs> my friends Somebody did <laughs> or my, my yeah. uncle's best friend's daughter saw them. Um, yeah. So that's kind of where they stem from. So I think that, you know, again, going back to sort of this era of, you know, made up stories, right? So when mm-hmm. you talk about something like Slenderman or um, any of the the numerous sort of creepypastas out there, I think it's it's easy to sort of say, well, I mean, this looks and sounds like another made up story. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy put it out there uh, f- just you know to see how people would react like what could what kind of traction could it gain um i mean he was i mean he was a journalist um so i guess you could pause and say well is this the kind of story that a journalist would put out Mm willy-nilly could this actually tarnish his reputation um but he he put it out there and um, you know, he was actually really surprised by the amount of responses he got to the story mm-hmm. and the amount of people who had 
similar stories. And, and it could be a case of maybe it still was like a friend of a friend. But I think there were a lot of people who stepped up and said, hey, this is something similar to this has happened to me before. Mm-hmm. Um, and kind of showing that, well, maybe this is something that isn't just made up for likes or shares. You know, maybe right. this is a, a legitimate phenomenon that people are experiencing. Right. And I think that, I mean, there's always there's always similarities between obviously there's always similarities but there's there's always going to be those stories that are too fantastical that are too uh they're like either too similar or they're talking about something totally different or they're just they just sound completely and totally made up and don't like really fit the criteria i guess is the best way to put it um and you know i've heard him say that he, he a lot of a lot of a lot of stories that he reads or they people talk to him about if they, be, they see him on the street or whatever that they just kind of feel like he feels like this is this is just a joke like they must think this is a joke because this is not like th- this isn't this doesn't fit um i don't know i think i think that it's okay so i tend (laughs) i tend to think that this could be possible question mark um Mm -hmm. mainly just because i think there's things out there that we haven't discovered yet um that's why i also believe in bigfoot but that's another story um so like I, I do believe that this is possible. However, I also think that there's people that want to be like part of the fad. Um, and that's where a lot of the stories come from. Uh, what do you think? So when I was starting to do research on this topic, I felt like everything I was seeing was very like topical information, I guess. Like, that didn't have a lot of, of depth to it. Um, and I think part of that did stem from the initial, like, outbursts of all of these Black Eyed Children's stories that sort of originated from, um, oh, what was, sorry, what was his name? Uh, Bethel? Mm-hmm. Uh, for, originated from Brian Bethel's post in the mid-90s. Right. So it was really like you would either, you know, hear people's stories or you just get a basic description of, oh, black eyed children come to your door and want to be let in or show up at your car and want to be let in. Um, What I started to find, though, I found this man, his name is David Weatherly. And I don't know if you came across any of his research, but there are a couple of uh, actually quite a few of of uh, podcast type shows on YouTube where he was interviewed, but he actually wrote a book about the black eyed children. Okay. Um, And so that's when I started to get more information about, well, maybe it's not just this internet sensation. Maybe there's more to it. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's when I started thinking, Oh, 
maybe there is something to this. Maybe it could, it sounded like more plausible to me then to hear this guy who had done, he had done research on obviously everything after that initial mid nineties post, but he was making connections to past cases uh, of people telling similar stories. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, I think it's a big question. I don't know if I can say that I really like do or don't believe in most of the things we talk about. Okay. I don't know that maybe that's kind of like a bad answer, but I think that after seeing that there's more of a historical connection to these things that have been happening and, and past uh, accounts mm-hmm. of the black eyed children, I would definitely say, I think it's more plausible than I initially thought. Okay. So first <laughs> of all, first, first of all, I would like to go on record and say, I enjoy that you're more of like the skeptic of the two um, mm-hmm. because I tend to lean more towards like this could really be happening. This is some legit stuff and it's creepy and I don't like it. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it, it creates this good dynamic between the two of us. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is you're absolutely right. If you type in black eyed kids in Google, you will get like page after page after page of just the most general like description of what happens they want to be let in they have black eyes sometimes they're wearing modern clothes sometimes (laughs) like sometimes they're not wearing modern clothes like it's the most general thing ever and not only that but they go on usually these web pages will go on to like try and explain it away like oh you can just buy black you know black contacts online for 20 bucks and it's like cool great i'm glad that we can establish that in 2019 but we're talking you know 20 years ago 30 years ago those lenses those sclera lenses were super expensive exactly and to for as many stories as you know pop up granted some of them can be explained away as fake a hoax but if even a third of the the amount of stories that come in are this is what I really truly 100% believe happened there's no way that little 12 year old kids are getting their parents to buy them black contacts I'm just saying yeah well that that's one of the things that David Weatherly talks about is you know all of these skeptics and it's like okay well even if they did get their hands on these contacts well that doesn't explain you know, uh, I don't know how did apparently like the kids are never recognized, right? So like if you're right. in a small town, usually you would recognize the people who live there, and especially kids, right? Because kids, kids aren't gonna. So like, okay, so you have this in your mind. Well, maybe the kid drove to another town to pull this prank. So he got contacts, expensive contacts, and he got, you know, and he drove to another town. And then it's like, okay, well, kids can't drive. Oh, well then his, you know, an older sibling drove him to this other town to pull a prank with these expensive contacts. Right, yeah. <laughs> and so like the story gets more and more, not that I'm saying that it, it couldn't happen because I'm sure like kids love to pull pranks. But like you said, 
even if a fraction of the stories were still true and legitimate, like that's still a good number of stories and occurrences that are, you know, happening around this, uh, this urban legend. Right. And another thing that I've noticed with a lot of these stories is that none of them, not none of them, I won't say none of them, I'll say a good chunk tend to, they don't tend to take place in well-populated areas or well, like, it's not usually during the day that this happens. It's like at night or like in the middle of nowhere. There's a lot of stories where people talk about seeing black-eyed children on like a farm, you know, or yeah, like yeah. they're like not in the woods, but they're like out in the boonies. That's where they live and they have like a good chunk of land, but they're seeing these kids at like the edge of their land. And yeah, you know, kids could show up and they could get I mean, I don't know. I had older siblings and they there's no way that they would have taken me to the next town over. I don't know, they got better things to do than help right. their like little sibling pull a prank. Right. And then like, like not really only do they funny. have to drive Yeah, <laughs> not only do they have to drive them there, then they have to pick them up. <laughs> right. No, there's no way. Um yeah. But yeah, it's like these aren't happening. And <clears throat> I think that goes along with like aliens. Like aliens never seem to happen. Like they never seem to abduct anybody in like a well-populated area. It's always like mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere in Russia at some Air Force base or whatever. It's like it never happens anywhere of substance. Well, um, why would aliens abduct someone in the middle of the city where everyone can see them? It only makes sense that it would happen well, hey, in a sparsely populated. Hey, area. I get it. I get it. I'm with you. I I believe in aliens too, but that, again, that's another story. Um, but like I like I'm saying, it's like it's it's never occurring in the well populated areas, and that could be why there's so much like denial about it. Um, if you're the only person around to see it, who's going to believe you? You know what I mean? Unless you find a like-minded weirdo like me that will believe you. Not many people are going to believe you. You're going to sound crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's like any other urban legend, right? Like, Oh, I, my, a friend of a friend of mine saw Bigfoot or, or you know, I mean, whatever else it is. Right. So it kind of falls into that same category. There's no solid proof or, or evidence for any of these except just, you know, word of mouth stories. So. Exactly. And I think another point to bring up, and I see you have the picture up there, is a, a lot of these people are showing like, the, a lot of these kids are like showing up in like old time clothes and stuff. Mm. Like, where are they getting these old time clothes? Like, if you can explain yeah. away the contacts and the ride to the next town over. like <laughs> They're also dressed in costume. <laughs> they're they're <laughs> and, also and wearing they, costume jewelry. Like, they've crack, they're, they're wearing makeup. They're wearing costume jewelry. They've, uh, they've practiced their speech because another common element of these children is their very monotone uh, speech patterns. Yes. And occasionally uh, outdated speech. Um, 
And so it's just like, all right, you pile like all of these things on top of each other. And it's like, all right, really, like what kid is gonna, I mean, well, to be fair, I guess you can probably scare a few people, right? Like, the person might not remember every single detail of the encounter, and their mind may fill in some gaps. Uh, So not that it has to be perfect but i mean it would still be a lot for a kid to go through to pull something like this off yeah it'd be insane it it would require a tremendous amount of practice and probably coaching honestly they um, need some yeah some acting coaches yeah you know, something <laughs> because if you put all of it together it just sounds too it just sounds too crazy to just explain away so easily. Um, yeah. And again, that could come back to, well, maybe they're just a good writer. Like, maybe they're just a good storyteller. Well, maybe they are, but what if they're not? Like, that's the question. Is everybody's so... That's That's my question, at least. Is everybody's wanting to explain it away so easily, but what if they're not wrong? What if there really is, you know, something out there that is taking the form of a child to try and be let in? It, it's, it's a little creepy to think about. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, um, it is. It is very creepy. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, so do you want to talk about we've talked a lot about like what I guess the actual urban legend entails like what are the the bits and pieces that make this a black-eyed child story I guess um do you want to talk about theories of what what these children could actually be sure let's do it um so I think I think that one of the um leading theories i guess if you believe in it is like a demon of some sort some sort of demonic entity yeah, um, i think there's like there's like a top two there's like two top two things of what it could be okay i think demon is one of them okay what what is the other one alien alien okay yeah, I so could, like okay demon and alien because i think that this story really has aspects of like both of those <laughs> right so well, let's talk about the demon one first okay so the reason people think that it's it's more or it's a demonic thing um like we said that it seems like they have a script right and it's it seems like almost like they have to have like they have a set of rules that they have to follow um like i said they, they have to be let in um they can't they come in given permission right they have to be given to, permission uh, yeah. to be let in they can't like a vampire-esque type of right like a vampire so they have a certain set of rules that they have to follow um the black eyes is like a pretty staple it's like a a staple of both demons and aliens i think um at least common aliens you know you seem like the little green men with the black eyes um but yeah i think it, it also it's like like they show up out of nowhere you know and yeah and and they vanish into thin air so it's sort of like supernatural type power right it's almost it's almost like 
it's almost like Supernatural's demons. That's like the best way to describe it yeah. is that they they like take the form and it's not even that they take the form. It's like because in Supernatural they don't. They just like possess a body, but whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Um yes. I so, think yeah. I think also the fact that they become very insistent when you deny them access uh, mm-hmm. also kind of plays into other demon type stories. Okay. I don't know if that's something that you are familiar with. Or I'm not. not familiar with it, but I could believe it. I mean, I think it's it's basically like a demon will, even though a demon has certain rules it has to follow it can get very close to breaking those rules right Right. so like it'll it'll do whatever a demon will do whatever it takes to get you to do what it wants without overstepping those rules and so i i don't know that's just something that i've consistently like come across in various demon type stories i I could make make sense yeah i can see that yeah for sure um I think that, you know, like, I think that it, it definitely makes, like, it definitely makes sense that they would become insistent when you deny them access, um, Mm -hmm. that they would almost, like you said, they would come very close to crossing that line, uh, and, and breaking those rules to, to get what they want. It makes total sense. Um, do you want to talk about the alien theory? Sure. I actually really like the alien theory. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, I think kind of different aspects of the black eyed children that lean more towards the alien side are skin tone. Uh, they're always very pale, kind of like a greenish pale. Um, obviously again, the eyes, they have no pupils. They could they're very alien-esque eyes. If, like Tin Man said, you picture that classic sort of like triangle-shaped head sort of alien thing. Um, what else? The sort of outdated appearance or speech um, could denote, you know, the alien being unfamiliar with current day um you know, human technology, I guess. Um, and I think that's that's kind of where, like, the, the just sort of the base level description ends mm-hmm. for aliens. Now, the appearing and disappearing, I don't know, maybe they teleport. <laughs> well, they could just beam but, down and beam back up, you know? Yeah, but I think the the when you dig deeper into the alien side of the story, um, I'm thinking about one story in particular, and this is one, again, sorry, I keep going back to David Weatherly, but I listened to a bunch of stuff um, from the book that he wrote, but, um, and I'm trying to find the, I want to, like, source it if I can. Um... If I can't find it, I'll I'll link to the actual podcast that I listen to where he talks about it in more detail. But basically, it's a story about a woman who actually invited the children into her home. 
Mm -hmm. So uh, did you hear that one? Um, no, but I've heard, um, I've heard a couple other ones. Uh, it might be the same one. I don't know. Um, but I, if we I forgot to mention that, that if you, if you invite them in, usually you have like bad luck afterwards or you start getting sick. Um, some, yeah. I, something I read said it was like some kind of radiation poisoning. Um, yeah, exactly. So I think the I've only heard this one story and like about actually letting the children into the home. And mm. so I guess, well, I'll kind of put that aside for a second. And I want to point out that this is kind of the the number one like question mark for me is why what whether demon, alien, whatever. Mm -hmm. Why do these creatures want to get inside your home or your car? Like, what is the purpose? And so as, like, weird and unnerving as this story is that I'm about to tell you guys, it still just doesn't, just doesn't really make any sense to me, um, I guess. And so well, we can talk about that in a minute. But so basically the gist of the story is there's this older couple. They end up letting the children in um and they it takes them a while to realize that their eyes are actually like strange don't ask me how but they're invited in they're like given some water um i think they were like caught out in a snowstorm or something maybe they're given hot chocolate whatever mm -hmm. so once they're let in some weird things start to happen um the husband's nose starts to bleed he's never had a nosebleed in his life he has these like dizzy fainting spells that he's experiencing and things just get sort of strange. Um, basically, then, you know, the woman realizes that these kids maybe aren't kids. They look really weird. They have jet black eyes. And, you know, she's like, why, why are you here? What are you waiting for? Like, do you have parents? I don't know. <laughs> but basically, they say, you know, our parents will be here soon. Our parents mm -hmm. will be here soon. Like, that's the only thing they say. Right. And eventually, I guess parents do show up because the kids say, you know, our parents are here. The couple looks outside. There's a black car with two men in all black suits. And then the kids just leave with okay. the two men in the two suits. Uh -huh. And and then after that, the the man and woman claim that they had health issues. I think the guy got some kind of cancer, skin cancer that could have only have been only have gotten through what extreme sun exposure or radiation like you said mm -hmm. so it's just it's all very odd i just that that story why were they there was it just to make the people sick the the kind of the alien association comes in with the high levels of radiation mm -hmm. um i don't know it's just all really weird i don't i don't know i don't it know is what really your thoughts weird. are on it it is really weird and i think Okay, so, uh, so you asked earlier, like, why do they want to be let in, right? Or yeah. why would they let these kids in? I think it goes with, 
like how many times in folklore and you know and like lore of demons and vampires and stuff are they like you have to let them in you have to give them permission and the reason they want to be let in is because once you let them in they can continue to come back like they they don't need to be let in again because once you give them permission once it's for life Um, so maybe it's like if we're going off the alien story then these the aliens would have access to this house whenever they wanted for human experiments or whatever alien whatever they want could be could be doing organ weird, harvesting. yeah organ harvesting weird <laughs> experiments on the humans granted they're old you know you could see I, I mean they could see how old people are like old humans are so they could better replicate them i don't know but i guess that makes sense so if they're aliens they get let inside the house the adult aliens <laughs> or whatever i don't know come in they are like aware of the house and its location. They've like geo mapped it. Well, whatever. I don't know. And they're like, all right, this is a house that we can just do whatever we want at for however mm-hmm. long. So, <laughs> so let me give you this idea on what these things could be, right? What about some sort of like doppelganger? Right? So they, okay. they come in. They have to be let in. They come in, and they make you sick, and then you die. But since you gave them permission, they can now, like, take over your life, and they become you. Um, And then they can, like, wreak more havoc amongst the world, because then they're, like, out in the world. They're not, like, confined to focusing on being let in somewhere because they already have like a base of operations so to speak um Mm -hmm. i don't know that's just a that's just a thought so it's more like demon possession demon possession or like invasion of the body snatchers kind of thing like some weird alien life form that wants to just take over human the human race Dude, I'm like, I'm going off the deep end on this one, but I'm just saying, maybe. It could be so many things. It could be so many things. I mean, I think (laughs) there are a number of theories that you could come up with based on the the basic description of these stories. So, right, the appearance, the behavior – I guess the few stories, the single, I don't know if there's more than just this one story about, about letting the children in, but I mean, you could also then claim, you know, potentially high levels of radiation when Mm -hmm. in contact. Um, So I don't know, or bad radiation and, or bad luck, health, other health issues. I don't know. So, I mean, there's it's a very wide range of scripters that you could really apply to a lot of different theories yeah for sure and i think that's i think that that is one of the reasons that this is stuck around so long and it hasn't like faded into obscurity and like no one talks about black-eyed children um 
is because it is so many different things that it could be and no one knows like the one thing that it most likely is um and then not to mention you have cases of this popping up all over the world instead of just one remote area so yeah. it's already beaten the aliens because they apparently only show up in america and Wait, texas what? <laughs> aliens yeah, you but... notice that aliens only show up in like south texas or like nevada like I don't know if that's true. It's not 100% true, but it seems like those are the majority of the cases. It Ooh, seems like it. Worldwide aliens. I don't know. Well, that's something to maybe to talk about another day. But, another day. Um, but yeah, it's so it's there are cases not only around the world, but also under the water. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> on land, sea, and air. <laughs> um, no, also throughout time. So like we were talking about earlier, it's not just this explosion of stories from the mid-90s, but um, going back to David Weatherly, um, who put a lot of research and thought into this book and these cases, um, there, there have been reported stories of similar cases in the past. And what's really cool, or what what I thought was cool about his process is when you talk about the the present-day black-eyed kids, uh, there is an acronym that goes along with it. The B BEKs mm -hmm. is what they're called. Um, so when he was doing historical research um, on reported strange cases, um, you kind of have to t tweak the way you're thinking of, about them Right. So instead of obviously BEK is a is a current um, phrase for this phenomenon, but that's not always the case. So right. it's more about yeah. looking at the details of each case and putting things together. And sometimes things might be similar, but not exact. And so, I mean, he was able to find quite a number of previous cases that it happened before the mid 90s. Mm -hmm. So I th I thought that was interesting. It um, is it is really interesting because then, like you said, it's not just a boom of you know modern things that would I if it was just from the 1990s until now that we had hear, heard about this, I would probably chalk it up more to a hoax or a creepy creepy like you said. Mm -hmm. Um, but given the fact that it goes back, I think I saw somewhere that's like the 1800s is as far as it's like 1880 or something like that. There's like cases dating back to then. Um, that's, that's a pretty good chunk of time. Um, so if, you know, if that's honestly the case, that's something more than just an internet hoax. That's something more than just a boom on the internet because there's a forum post somewhere. Yeah. It's a, uh, to me, it's definitely telling, I, you know, that there could be, there's something larger, something more like menacing or like kind of ancient evil about 
this phenomenon, right. <laughs> you know, which makes it creepier, I think. Yeah, there's, um, um there's, a, just sorry to cut you off. There's a podcast mm-hmm. that I used to listen to a while back called Beyond the Darkness, and they did an episode on, uh, on the Black Eyed Kids, and it's really good. I actually sent you the link in Discord because it is, it is legitly, it is like the, it's probably the first or second time that I ever heard about it, but, mm-hmm. um, it was, they he the people that they have on there were actual people that experienced the black eyed kids and they oh, go into cool. i'll actually post the link in chat if anybody wants to uh listen to it yeah that'd be great. um but they actually go into like they they bring them on and have them tell their story and it's definitely like it's definitely chilling to hear them talk about it yeah huh. so I, i'm definitely interested in listening to that because I, like all I heard were stories of stories of people who yeah. <laughs> like encountered them. That's really cool. Yeah, it's really interesting um, hearing like firsthand accounts rather than like you said, like a friend of a friend. You know, yeah. The you know Sally next door's hairdresser told me this story. Like I, yeah. I don't want to hear that. I want to hear the firsthand stuff. Yeah. Um kind of going back to the ancient evil thing uh i was watching uh a video that was talking about not necessarily children but sort of this um uh i guess the existence of stories that specifically had to do with creatures or other things with similar eyes um and sort of how this i i don't know it was i guess it was talking about the fact that maybe throughout history you know the black eyed children were were known as different things or they've changed and adapted to fit whatever the the current uh human trend is i don't know in in like mythology i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say but but maybe like the the current human consciousness whatever they see as you know spooky or threatening Mm -hmm. then that's like the shape that this black-eyed entity takes um i think they were referencing uh the fae or fairies Ooh, okay and like uh you know like irish folklore yeah because apparently they had these pitch black eyes and so like babies would be checked when they were born to make sure that they didn't yeah yeah like dude um have you ever looked into changelings no that is some creepy creepy shit holy crap (laughs) Like, I think I know like crap. very I have like a very level knowledge of changeling. so like the like the gist of a changeling is that these fairy folk um will send their the changeling in the place of like a human baby and they will like raise this baby as their own and 
like the changeling is like it doesn't it turns into this like weird creature if the parents feel like okay have you seen um i'm sure you have spirited away yeah right where she has to like eat something from the uh the other world or whatever the other dimension thing in order to like turn into something like them like it's like the same thing like they have to they have to eat like three or four times or something like that before they turn into this weird creature and that's the only way but if they do it if they if the changeling turns into this weird creature or whatever the human child's lost forever they can't get it back and it's Mm -hmm. it is top tier creepy shit like like it is really creepy definitely look into that yeah yeah like like i said i have a very like base level knowledge of them but that's definitely something that i want to look into more yeah the fairy folk of irish folklore is creepy well yeah and that's like i don't know they're the person the speaker was trying to like create this parallel between you know ancient fae stories where they were described as having these like pitch black eyes and you know the black eyed children of today and is it the same entity like maybe it's just this force that changes over time to fit humanity's collective view of i don't know <laughs> you know you know what i mean yeah i like, completely so understand I don't know, it's, it's uh it's kind of a cool thing to think about if you uh think of the black eyed children or you take more of the demon route i guess um instead of the alien route <laughs> yeah i mean what if another thought you know along kind of along that same line is what if it's not a faith you know part of the faithful what if it's not a demon what if it's not you know anything like that and it's just something that is there that over time has evolved like it's it's trying to keep up with like you said like the current human conscience and everything but it's maybe it's like lagging behind or maybe it can only come out so every so often mm-hmm. um i don't know that's really that's really weird yeah it would be interesting to look up other urban legends or folklore around uh sort of this black eyed look and see if there are stories that span across, you know, between like the 1800s to now, like what mm-hmm. kind of black eyed stories are there? <laughs> I'll look into it. But, yeah. I'll look into so this it. Is something interesting to think about, I guess. I still personally like the alien theory. Uh, just one more alien thing to throw out there too. Um, one other thought was that the black eyed children were a high hy- uh, alien human hybrid that aliens that, yeah. were, um i guess like experimenting with or like i i don't know it was like a a whole there's a whole thing into that but anyway another interesting alien tidbit yeah i don't know (laughs) all i'm saying is if you want if you're out there listening and you're a black-eyed child and you want to be let in somewhere just come to the midwest someone will let you in i promise (laughs) i promise They'll let you in. There's that nice. Oh yeah, we're that nice. I I almost got hit by a car at work the other day. Like I was walking through a parking lot, 
and I almost got hit by a car, and I was just like, oh, don't hit me, and I, like, waved at the lady, and I just, like, kept walking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like nobody, we don't care. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. For for all the demons out there on the on the net listening to our podcast. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. Just, like, don't, since I gave you that hint, don't come to my house. That's it. <laughs> That's all I ask. Everyone's house, anyone's house butts in man's house. Right. Exactly. Or a historian said he'll keep that in mind. That's fine. Or you can stop by. That's fine. Um, right, I don't awesome. have anything else. Well, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have any more thoughts. Black I think. Kids. I think it was an interesting topic. I think that yeah. uh, we made it. We made it a lot more interesting than I was kind of anticipating it being. I was. I was a little bit worried because, like I said, I thought it was base level. Right. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised that there's a little more to it yeah. than uh what I first thought. So yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that's fun. Um next time we meet will be the twenty ninth. Mm-hmm. If that works for you, as long as we can you know, as long as that works with our schedules and stuff. Um and I think we had said that we were gonna talk about some, you know, some sort of sort of paranormal stuff. Since this, it's like two days before Halloween, um, and this is October and Spooktober and all that fun internet stuff. Um, yes. So that'll be fun when we get to talk about that stuff. Yes. Instead of existential or conspiracy-related dread, uh, we're now talking about paranormal-related dread. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think ghosts and the paranormal are on our list, but... If you guys have any other interesting, interesting, spooky topics um, that you'd like to throw out there, um, you know, I I definitely like to take a look. Maybe we can incorporate a a few different topics into that stream. For sure, yeah. So Um, so just let us know. Yeah, let us know either in Biscuits Discord, uh, the Trailblazers Discord, since the scrapyard is no more. Sad days. Mm -hmm. Um, on Twitter, you can reach me at Tin Man One Three Five, or you can hit up the Tin Biscuit Reviews uh, Discord, or not Discord, Twitter at Tin Biscuit R. Yep. So, other than that, guys, I have nothing else. Yep, that's all I have. Thank you very much, Tin Man. I appreciate another, you uh, hanging out with me. Yeah, informative and spooky show yes <laughs> and uh looking forward to the next one yep me too all right have a good night have a good night guys this has been another tin biscuit review with hotter biscuit me and tin man stream live on twitch every other tuesday make sure to check the description for useful links and feel free to leave a review thanks everyone